Welcome to Vibes Revealed, a podcast dedicated to pulling back the veil around wellness with your hosts, Taylor McKiska and Jay Tolette. We believe living well is for everyone and no topic is taboo. Join us on our journey as we redefine what it means to be truly well in a modern world. We're celebrating everyday magic, but always keeping it real. Let's vibe. Welcome back, Vibes Revealed, episode 10. Today, we're just doing a little check-in. Today, we are tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what, though? I'm on. I'm really proud that we still just decided to have an episode. Here's a just a real moment of honesty from us to you, dear listener. We just didn't, we just hit a wall and we were like, what are we going to do this episode about? And we kind of threw out some ideas and then I was going out of town and just couldn't I couldn't get it together in time and then I was like you know what we're at the halfway point of our season let's do a check-in love that so that's what we're doing we're still we're here we're recording this episode I'm gonna edit it tonight god bless you you've been literally driving across the country like (laughs) I would be like nah bitch you're not getting an episode I've been like wearing the same clothes for a couple days while I've been I mean if it makes you feel any better I've also been wearing the same clothes yeah I mean I guess that's probably quarantine times like not unusual for anyone right now to just wear the same clothes for a few days yeah how are you feeling otherwise I don't even know I feel like my my brain goes through waves where it's honestly sometimes just like purely silent like I can't even there's absolutely nothing happening I'm just looking around and I have like no perception of things and I just feel completely like there's nothing happening in my brain and then other times it's like a crazy symphony of panic anxiety fear and then sometimes I'm just like hungry and then I'm like oh that's pretty and like that is pretty much on a loop until the silence comes and then it's the just silence is so zen though yeah I guess I mean I think it doesn't it's like, not yeah it's not a lot but when you were like how are you my brain was just like mm. <laughs> like nothing <laughs> oh man how are you huh that cannot be described <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I I feel like I have just shed a skin. I went through like two weeks of like really like I was standing on a table and somebody pulled the tablecloth out from underneath my feet. But then I went tumbling. They didn't do a good job. They didn't keep all the dishes in place. It's like I went all over the place. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, what happened here? And I mean, I really the only thing like keeping me anchored was us recording this podcast but like I had deleted my social media I was planning on doing that for a week I said I'm gonna delete my social media and take a week off of work and then like I did that for a week and I was like I actually have to do it for two weeks because I'm still tired and like all throughout that time I just like went through like roller coasters of emotions and just like shit happening but like mostly inside my head but like me being like ah like I was like what's happening and then yesterday I found 
I leveled up. I just found a moment of clarity and I was like, okay, ready to shed all the skin of like all that has ailed me in the past two weeks. And it's not, it wasn't the past two weeks. It's like, I feel like I like woke up this morning, did this kind of crazy breath work meditation and it was a chakra aligning breath work meditation. So you breathe deeply into each energy center and like obviously the breath gets more and more shallow as you move up the energy centers. When you're at the root, you're like, <gasps> and then by the time you're at the throat, you're like, <gasps> and then like you're breathing up into your head. So it's like almost like a reverse experience where you're like <sighs> breathing really lightly. And then it's like 10, 15 minutes of just silent meditation at the end. And like right before the gong rang for the meditation, I just like, without even meaning to say this, it just like fell out of my mouth. I was like, I am changed. <laughs> it was so fucking dramatic, but I really felt like, oh my God, I really just like shed a full skin of just like all the whatever trauma I was experiencing over the last two weeks, just like a culmination of like anxiety, stress, like you were saying, fear, like what am I doing in this house? What am I doing with my life? Like all those things on loop for like two weeks. And I was like, am I, am I? falling into sad is this winter depression is it here to, to snatch me but I I'm like maybe it won't snatch me this year maybe I'll survive the winter I don't want to speak too soon because the days are like still kind of long and like mm -hmm. I know myself and the days might shorten but right now I'm like changed <laughs> I am changed I love, I love that that's amazing should we do our card of the convo I mean, let's do the card of the convo and then I guess we'll surprise the audience with our plan for the episode after this card of the convo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why not? Okay. So for our card of the convo, this is actually the first tarot card I've pulled in literally over a week. Oh my gosh. One just fell out. That's when you know. That's honestly not really my style, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jay, guess what it is? What is it? Death. Oh my gosh. Death it's just a Halloween deck. Yeah, it's my Halloween deck. Death just leapt from my deck a single card onto the floor. And I picked it up and turned it over and it was death. Wow. That is potent. That is so potent. I needed that honestly. Every time I pull death, it feels like such a I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Good. Something's good. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, I mean, I, I already said I shed the skin. Death is already here. It's like, I guess for anyone who's listening, who doesn't, who isn't super familiar with the death card in tarot, uh, death always signals. I don't want to say a literal death, like someone's going to die because I think people think that all the time. That's actually the number one fear. People tell me about why they don't get their cards read is they're like afraid someone's going to tell them they're going to die or that the tarot reader is going to tell them that someone they love is going to die. And like, I would never one, I've never gotten any message like that ever while reading tarot right. or when I've done like intuitive sessions with people, energy readings, never a single time has their guide been like, this person's going to die, but also like, we're all going to die. Everyone's going to die, you know? So it's like a, one that not news. If I, if I were to tell you that it's not like it's going to happen, but I get, I get it. I get the fear around like death and it's scary, but okay. Anyway, in tarot, death is always an indicator of that something's time is up. It's, it's ready to go. 
it's not serving a purpose in your life or in your space. I like to think of it very often as just like taking out the trash. Like you don't let your trash just get stinky in your house full of food scraps and paper towels or whatever you throw away. You know, like you don't just leave it there. You take it out. And that's the death card is like, okay, take out your trash. So sometimes you just have to notice the trash that's around you because you might be like, oh, that's not trash. That's actually like a really important thing that I just haven't used in eight months. But so obviously it's not an important thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's death. I mean, but also with death is the promise of rebirth. Yeah. You, You can't have death without rebirth. And I... For me, every time I see the death card, I'm like, yes, something's next, Mm -hmm. you know, like, whereas I feel like when you're in the death time and you're not ready for death quite yet, it's like, is this how it's going to be forever? And that is the worst feeling not. And then death is like, oh yes, something's next, you know, like something's coming. Yeah. I feel like with death too, you have to choose to make space for it. Like it doesn't make space for itself. It's that rebirth is only going to happen if you allow the death, the death, the room. You have to like, it's cleaning out the closet. You make Mm -hmm. some space so that you have room for all of your lovely things that like fit you perfectly or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else was like, I was going to say something else about death too. Oh, I think also like death doesn't have to be, when we're talking about tarot, it doesn't have to be like a hard cut, like a really uh, sudden or you know, scary thing. Like death is so autumnal in this way. It's like leaves on a tree. Those leaves can't just turn brown and then stay on the tree. They can't get crunchy and stay on the tree. If they did that, nothing new would bloom there. Mm-hmm. But it can just be that easy as the leaves changing and they shrivel up and they fall away. Beautiful. And that's death. Yeah. Okay. I actually love that. I love that as our card of the convo. Maybe we're going to discover some things through this talk that we're ready to clear out some trash. We're ready to take out. I feel like I actually fully know what my trash is and I am ready to take it out. What is your trash? I am so afraid of shit. And I, I did not realize how scared I am of things. Okay, before I get too deep into this, and we said we we said at the top of this episode, this is just going to be a check-in. And yeah, so I think we're just going to have like a real honesty hour and talk about how we're feeling and what's come up for us lately. And, you know, we're 10 episodes into this podcast. And yeah, I just wanted to have, have a moment to just chat. So yeah, yeah. So my trash is... Um, fear. And I think fear can be really healthy and helpful, obviously. But I think for me, it has put me in just a completely like totally stagnant, um, borderline paranoid kind of place where I'm so afraid to do and say things that nothing is happening for me at all, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we, we also mentioned at the top of this episode, I've been going on a a trip. I've been traveling the last couple of days. I have been in LA um, what for what feels like forever, just being in my apartment, which is not large and has a little tiny balcony, which I am super grateful for, but it has just felt like I'm stuck in a box and I haven't seen very many people. And it has just been like hard, hard much harder than I would have admitted um, because I don't want to admit that because I want people to be safe and cautious and I want to be safe and cautious. So I think I've been really hesitant to really 
convey in a really honest way how much this has all affected me. So this has been like really the first time that I've left my house in what feels like forever. And the first time that I'm seeing strangers again. And I was just like, I felt so afraid of everybody. When we stopped at the gas station, I was like afraid of of being like, you know, human trafficked. Like I didn't, I was like afraid to go to the bathroom because I read a story on Instagram that someone noticed that that was potentially happening to them. And like, I didn't make a single stop in this entire thing where I felt at ease. I felt so scared the entire time that someone was watching me or watching us or I don't know. And then after a couple of days of it, it was like my, my whole system was just shot with like being so afraid of something like that happening, you know? Like Mm. we stopped and did a couple hikes and being in the parking lot. And I just had, I felt like I was like, just so paranoid, so scared. And then I was like, I can't do this. And I don't know if it's because I've been in my apartment for so long or if it's like indicative of a a bigger thing, but yeah, I was scared that people were going to be, you know, we went through a a place in Utah that had like an anti-mask gathering, like a rally for anti-mask. And I was so scared. I was so scared to stop there because I thought like, you know, if we're getting gas or something, like someone's going to try to fight us about because we're wearing masks. And that like didn't happen at all. Like literally we drove down the street and people like we, we had a Airbnb that had like a private entrance. It was amazing. It was so clean. Loved it. Um, but we drive down the street and the neighbor was like, they're on their bikes with their kids and they like waved at us. Like no one like yelled at us. No one was like, why are you wearing a mask? Like, I think I have this, obviously, you know, like a lot of uh, Trump supporters can be really scary and violent and aggressive. And I've put so many people into that bucket that I have absolutely no idea what their lives are like. And I just assumed that because they lived in that place that they were going to be aggressive towards me for wearing a mask. And that just didn't happen at all. So then I spent the whole day panicking that we were going to get there and someone was going to start a fight with us. And that just didn't happen. But the fear has been like so dominant of, of like going through those situations. And um, yeah, so now we're, we're in Colorado. I'm at my boyfriend's mom's house and it's lovely and I don't I don't know what's next but I hope that I can stop being so afraid of everything yeah it's so interesting because I I I'm trying to think about like what I'm afraid of I'm not afraid of like many things but I feel like what I think I'm afraid of I'm actually just resistant towards Mm. And I think maybe that's the trash that I need to take out is just my resistance to what is (laughs) like. And I mean, that has been so much of the emotional roller coaster is like, why are you resisting what already is, you know? Sure. Like, yeah, it's okay to like, or not, it's, it's not okay, but it's understandable to like, worry about the future, but I'm not doing that. I'm worrying about like, what is happening now and I'm like why though because I'm safe I'm fine like it kind of brings me back to that manifestation episode and I'm like I should change what I want to manifest because I don't want to manifest getting out of my current situation I'm so resistant to my current situation that I can't like live without just experiencing the pain of like being in constant opposition or resistance to like my circumstance. And maybe I should just be manifesting surrender to what is, you know, like, why am I trying to get halfway across the country? Why do I think that that's 
going to fulfill me. I'll probably have resistance to where I am when I get there (laughs) because that's just like my energy state is just like resist, resist, resist everything. And as soon as you get what you want, resist that too. And I'm like, that's gotta go. (laughs) That has to die. Otherwise, like, how am I supposed to live? You know, but it's been weaving in and out of that. Like, I guess it's like the, there's a pillar there of just like surrender to what is trust. I trust the universe, surrender to what is, and just allow what is to be like, that's like, that's what's trying to get done. But then like layered up in that, or my resistance to being able to do that is like the fear what if I live at my mom's forever? What if I never find a job? What if I never make enough money to support myself? What if this, what if that? And there's like fear, but I'm like, that's so irrational. And it's like gratitude is a thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm grateful. But like, it's so fleeting. Yeah. Until I'm like, but. (laughs) Yeah. This is, I think talking about gratitude is something we could do for a second because um, I was saying this last week to my mentor, actually, that I have a lot of days where I feel like to express anything but gratitude would be just like wrong of me, you know, like I hold a ton of privilege and like to, uh, yeah, to even spend too much t- not too much to spend any amount of time talking about things that feel annoying or aggravating or um, disheartening or sad or scary or any of that feels like I just don't, I just shouldn't because there's really so, so, so much to be grateful for. And I love the idea that like expressing gratitude um, like works. And I, I believe that it does. And I think that I, I try all the time to say how grateful I am for things and I really am and I mean it. But there's there's almost this like, I don't know how honest I'm being when all I do is say how grateful I am. And I am, I am, I am so, so, so grateful. I'm so grateful to be here and that we had a reliable way to get here safely and that we didn't have to interact with anybody and that now we get to be in some open space for a few days and like, I am so grateful for all of those things, but like it didn't necessarily fix or change the like extreme anxiety over being like kidnapped at the gas station, which Mm. was not going to happen, but like was still something I spent so much of the trip thinking about. Um, And I think sometimes we talk about gratitude, like it's a, it's like a, like a magic wand, like when you just start saying how grateful you are for things, it's gonna, it, it all, it all amplifies and um yeah but I don't think I've let myself be honest enough that like yes I am grateful but I'm also like really confused and scared yeah I mean you can be both yeah like I was talking to my mentor yesterday too and I was spiraling this was this was right before this morning where I decided that I am changed (laughs) like this was I had to go all the way through the death spiral yesterday and I was I was kind of losing it and she just started smiling like huge smile and I was like why are you laughing she's like I'm just so happy to see you so alive and I was like I was like I do feel alive she's like you're so alive she's like some people just live life like flat flatlining all the way through and it's like here you are like asking questions and every time you ask a question you spiral down and into like oblivion and then you get back up and ask the next question and you're so alive right now 
And she's like, it's something to be grateful for just to say like, I'm living, you know, like I'm like living life and feeling all these feelings. And that's like, some people just don't get there, you know? Yeah. I was like, you're right. And then she, she, I mean, the whole, the whole conversation yesterday, it was absurd. It was like an absurd exchange of like, she's like, she's like, next time something's like really painful, like just try to laugh. She's like, look at how absurd all of it is. Like, she's like, I'm smiling. I'm not laughing at you, but like, you're just really alive right now. And so it's bringing a smile to my face. I could laugh if you felt like that would be safe. Like we could laugh together. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, it is funny. It's funny. It's, it's funny that you can feel so grateful and still be scared that someone's going to come, you know, traffic you at a grocery store or a gas station. I mean, it is funny, you know, and trying to laugh in those moments feels absurd and inappropriate, but also trying to water down our feelings with excessive gratitude is also extremely inappropriate. Yeah, totally. Totally. I feel better already. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) Yeah. You know what else I was thinking about is like, I don't think I've ever had so much time to be like so hyper-focused on how I feel. Yes. Like never in my life, even when I was like a kid and all I did was go to school, like I never had this much time to be like, oh, how do I feel right now? So how do I feel right now? Okay. I just did this meditation. How do I feel now? Okay. I did my tarot cards. How do I feel now? Like I never, and then I was, yeah, I really haven't, I said last time, like I just haven't really been doing any of my practices because I'm like, I'm like sick of asking myself how I feel. Like I, I want to, I just want to like free fall into like my body taking over at some point and my brain just, and yeah, I said like earlier here also that it sounds like sometimes my brain is just silent, but it's like, it's not in a nice way. It's like, it's like in a way that I can't be involved with people, you know, Mm, it's like, it's just shut off from like engaging with people, which I really miss doing, I guess. You know what I think of when you say that? Hmm. It's kind of like on old TVs with the dials and then there's just like static on the TV and it's because you're just tuned into the wrong frequency. And then it takes us back to episode one and it's like the vibration or episode two, I guess. Like what is your vibration tuned into that like there's just static there? I don't think we can go back to a place where we're not feeling all the time anymore yeah I think we've invited work and people into our lives that will just challenge us to continually feel and feel like you're in this you're in this apprenticeship like you will be feeling for the next year Mm -hmm. you know and it's like but even the work you do as a healer like you've just opened up the floodgates of feelings you know, yeah. and if, it's, if they're not yours, then it's going to be a client who shows up. How many people have showed up to your tarot readings in tears? <laughs> you know, and I cry every time you read for me, you know? Yeah. Like- I, and that's like the craziest thing. Not crazy at all. I feel great about other people having feelings. And I feel this is the, I think the thing that people would say, like, it's just not possible. I feel very grounded to use a, an annoying term, holding space for someone else to process. I feel great doing that. And I feel like pretty neutral. Like I can feel my energy moving through me in a very neutral way while someone else is really experiencing some heavy emotions, whether they're like 
you know, happy or really difficult. Um, but then with myself, it's just like a wild loop. And I'm not even, I don't even think I'm like feeling stuff all the way through. I'm just like scared all the time. Like that's pretty much it. It's just like, I'm, I'm having a, a fear over and over and over and over again of like, this isn't right. Don't say that. Don't write that. Don't read that. Don't spend too much time on that. Or like mm. that person's going to hurt you or that person's going to say something or I don't know. It's just like a a very, and I've never had that much time to think about what, however, another outside situation is going to like perceive the way that I'm coming into it. And now mm-hmm. I have so much time to think about it. I mean, always the most comforting thing for me is just like people do not give as big of a shit as like you think that they give, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, again, I just have to laugh at myself to where my mind goes of other people's judgments. Meanwhile, like, yeah, sure. Sometimes I judge people, but like, I'm not, I'm not really paying attention to many other people. I'm stuck in my own spirals all the time thinking about other people thinking about me. And I'm like, if I only have (laughs) this time to just think about myself and what other people are thinking about me, then it goes to assume that that's what's going on in everyone else's head too. Nobody has time to be concerned about like your shit. Yeah. (laughs) How they are perceiving you. Cause as soon as they perceive you, they're like, but what did she think about me? You know, like, it's just, you're back in your own spiral of shit again. And it's in your head. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that's part of the spiral of me being like, no one cares. Like no one's, no one's noticing that no one's thinking about you. You're being neurotic. Why are you like this? Like, why do you think you're so important that you think that anyone's noticing what you're doing? And it's like, I don't even know. I think that whatever I'm about to do here in Colorado for the next few days where I can just like sit in Joey's mom's backyard is going to be really good for me. I think so. But I think there's also a re a reintegration that needs to happen with people. Yeah. You know? I do not. I like do not know how to interact with people anymore. Right. I'm so weird. <laughs> like it's normal to talk to you like this through a screen into my microphone, like with my AirPods in, but without my AirPods, I feel like naked. <laughs> I feel unsafe. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, actually don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I don't interact with anybody. The minute I got around another real life human being that I didn't know and I was safely distanced from them, I was just like fully avoid, (laughs) you know, so strange. So maybe just some death to that. And oh my gosh. I mean, death, death to that. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it always just comes back to just like being present. Yeah. You know, just like. (sighs) being present is so hard we have not done an episode on being present and I don't know the depths where that would go just like me spiraling out of control trying to even be present enough to have the conversation about being present (laughs) yeah I think that's like that's something I've thought about too over the last couple days was like and I I said this to you before we started recording but I was like what even is wellness (laughs) like you know, we started this podcast and we wanted to like talk about these things that people talk in, in wellness circles. But I was like, I don't even hear anybody. I don't even, I'm not even in the circle. I don't even know the circle. I like You're in un- the circle. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. I st- I'm definitely still in my like Reiki circle, but like my Reiki teacher doesn't even have Instagram. Like doesn't even have I it. bow to that. I'm really really trying to focus on how I can cut Instagram out of my life permanently and completely. Or like I got on the, um, 
I became a What's Your Sign Patreon. Shout out, What's Your Sign. Um, And they have a Discord that's basically just like a chat that runs all the time. It's kind of like Slack, but not. And it has all these different channels. Uh, And yeah, even though I put astrology very much in my wellness bucket, it's not the same as the messages I was hearing before when I would like take class or... Uh, when we would have events and I, it's, uh, it would be like a coach or some like, you know, fitness person or people who worked in spaces in wellness, someone who like owns a juice company. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'm not getting, I'm not getting any of that anymore. And I feel like out of the loop. What, I mean, what do you consider wellness to be? I have absolutely no idea. Cause I don't want to say doing and participating in things that make you feel good. Cause I know that like, there's a lot of stuff that makes me feel good that's not good for me. And I don't just mean like food. I mean like, you know, binge watching 12 hours of Love Island, which even though I love and I, I'm like, oh my God, I love this. It feels so good. I know that that's like not a good use of my time. But why not? Yeah, I guess if I did it like just w- one day for 12 hours. That would be. <laughs> How many days for 12 hours are you doing it? I mean, there's like 500 episodes of Love Island. Well, I mean, I think that's part of wellness. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really interesting the restrictions that we put on what is what, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, obviously, there's not a definition to wellness. And I think that that's why we came here. I think we came here being like, there's no one definition. We're all going to have our opinions. This is what we hear and see. This is what we've researched. But like, ultimately, we don't know, Mm -hmm. you know? I think wellness, it it can be whatever makes you feel good. If that's your definition, like I think about like being well. And when I say that I'm not well, I always mean mentally, Mm. (laughs) you know, like that's like I wellness for me is so tied to mental health. And even when I think about all the different sectors of wellness, I, I often just think about like how it's factoring into my mental health so that I can carry on being a spiritual person. (laughs) Because if I'm not mentally well, then I cannot carry on being spiritual. I cannot carry on, you know, with any aspect of my life. I'm just out. I'm in the bed. I'm under the covers. I'm not responding to texts. I'm out of commission, you know? So if it, if it takes getting out of bed and watching 50 episodes of Love Island to get me out of bed, then that's my primary focus in wellness for the day, you know, and that's fine. We have to just like allow that to be part of the grand plan for like being able to function. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's so funny too, because like that is exact advice or not advice, but that's like, I've told people that in tarot sessions, like whatever it is for you, like if you know, two glasses of wine at the end of the day is your wellness thing. Like, great. That's part of your wellness thing. But like for myself, I'm like, oh no, no, that's not, right. you know, right. It's just silly. And it's yeah, funny I just, even, I, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like I'm just in a very like silly, untethered and confused state right now. I feel like that's just what it is. Yeah. That was me yesterday. That's still me today. It's like, I think being confused is key. As soon as you start to think, you know, you're, oh, this is what I said last week mm-hmm. in the manifestation episode. It's like, as soon as you think, you know, you don't know, as soon yeah. as you submit to the fact that you don't know anything, then you know, everything, you know, and like, 
that I mean, I'm like, I'm trying to just invite these feelings of confusion and just like, what's happening? I'm like, this is the norm. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah. normalizing being confused and, and untethered. <laughs> but I'm like, tethered to what? The rock that's hurtling through the sky? Like, it's like, we're yeah. constantly moving anyway. Like, what is grounding? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to ride a horse while I'm here. And I think that that'll be really, <laughs> that's like, that's the other thing I've been thinking about was since we decided, which I feel like we actually kind of decided to come on this trip pretty like, it was when the smoke was really bad in LA. And we were like, I just want to, I want to be able to go outside and sit in a backyard and be somewhere where like we can breathe the air. Um, and we decided to come to Colorado for a, a bit, but it's smoky here too, a little. So it sorry is. if you're in, yeah, sorry if you're in Colorado and you're dealing with smoke from fires here. But um, yeah, but anyway, once we decided we were going to come here, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to ride a horse. I love that. So I'm going to get to fulfill my horse girl fantasy. And that has been something that I am just so looking forward to. I've literally thought about it every single day. I'm like picturing myself on the horse. I have a really cute hat that I'm going to wear. That's like so horsey. I just can't wait. I'm really looking forward wait, to it. They're not going to make you wear a helmet? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> It said on the website, bring a hat when oh, it was great. like, when it was like what to bring, it said like boots, hat, sunscreen, like very minimal stuff that, um, I was like, oh, I definitely have. So I'm going to bring that. But if they don't oh, let me wear my hat, I'll just leave it in the car and I'll wear a helmet. And it'll be fine. Amazing. Yeah. So I don't know anything about riding horses. I, I don't know why I like offered up the helmet. I think I was just, like <laughs> thinking of polo players. Like I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's safe. Like that's a safe, like you wear a helmet to ride a bike. I don't know why yeah, you would like right. not wear one to ride a horse, but I'll find out. Yeah. We'll see. I would love the full update on your horseback riding experience. I honestly cannot wait for it. It's the thing I'm like most looking forward to. And yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's the number one on my list right now. <sighs> Man. What else is going on? What else? What do you hope? Like, do you have any hopes for sort of the wellness space? Like so many, right? I feel like it's just an endless list of, of hopes. I actually like, I don't, I feel like this is going to maybe, actually, no, it might not break the internet. Everything that blows my mind, I think is like low key casual for most people, <laughs> but hope I'm examining hope. And I'm like, is this a necessary state hoping for things? Mm. And <laughs> the reason I say this is yet another piece of my spiral in my conversation yesterday was just like me being unnecessarily worried about not wanting to be in a relationship like mm. why I'm living out my wants I'm single this is great but I'm concerned that like I'm so happy being single why why am I causing myself unnecessarily you know like this is self-induced trauma anyway so I was talking to her, I was like, should I want to be in a partnership? Is there something wrong with me for not wanting this? Like, I, I was like, maybe like if someone perfect were to pop up out of the ground who like suited every single one of my needs, which is, it's an outrageous list of needs. It's like, leave me alone for 10 days, but also be obsessed with me. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I was like, maybe if someone popped up and like met all my needs, then maybe I'd want to be with them. She's like, well, do you want someone to pop up and meet all your needs? And I was like, I mean... I'm not going to hold out hope for that. And she was like, she's like, well, hope is just a mechanism of attachment. 
when you hope for something, it implies that you lack. She's mm-hmm. like, maybe <laughs> she's like, I mean, I was like, wait, I've never heard anyone talk about hope in that way. Like, it's not necessarily a negative way of speaking about hope, but it is just kind of like, what are you doing hoping for things? Resisting mm-hmm. what is. And that's the whole thing I'm trying to get rid of. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be okay with what is. So I don't want to be in a state of like hoping for things to be different. Yes, that makes sense. Do you feel like, okay, well, maybe this is just my, this is like my brain being dumb dumb about like, putting that in a category with manifestation because I guess when you're manifesting you're really you're being with what's present right even if you're doing something like uh what's it what did we call it scripting um where you essentially write yourself into the future this is where I'm getting tripped up this This is where where I get tripped up this is where I get confused I can't do manifestation I'm like what is wellness (laughs) you know like no, I mean, this is this. I, that's why I told you at the beginning of the episode, I was like, I don't know if I can continue to want to manifest what I said that I wanted last week. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wait, but that's not lining up with what I actually want to ma- manifest, which is allowance of what is, which is surrender. I right. just want to be okay with right. this. Like, yes. I want to be able to be like, even if I am at my mom's house until the day I die. I'm okay with that. That's where I want to be. Like, so then whatever comes, it's cool. It's whatever. If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But like, I want to be okay with what is. And therefore, why am I trying to manifest shit at all? Mm, I still feel really aligned with manifesting the success of this podcast. (laughs) Because, but that is what is. You know, we're continuing to do this podcast every day, not because we hope that one day it'll be successful. It's because we enjoy doing it now. Yeah, true. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's it's okay to hope for it to be successful because we're going to do it regardless of if it is successful or not. Yes. But like, am I going to not be okay living at my mom's house next year if I don't move to some commune in a tropical island in the next year? Given my state, a week and a half ago, yes, I would not be okay with that. But I want to get to the point where like, I'd be like, no, I'd be fine with that. Mm -hmm. So then I want to like cut that manifestation. But I'm also like, oh, I put it on the pod. And now it's like, we're committed. (laughs) Oh, no, we're not. I mean, listen to this episode. We're like, this is this is (laughs) committed spiraling. Just committed to nothing here. (laughs) I'm just um, I don't even know. I don't. These are I don't know, too. I think because I'm saying so many words, but uh, yeah, I think one of the things I keep getting really tripped up on is words. And I used to not really have a problem with words. And now I, every time I say a word, I'm like, what does this mean? Where did this word originate? Am I using it the right way? Is this offensive? Should I, do I need a different word? And like, especially as we start to break down all of these words, like I, I just have no idea what I'm talking about at any given time. And the, the way that it's coming out of my mouth It's like, it doesn't even, it enters my brain. And then my brain is like, no, that's wrong. And then my mouth is like doing what it's doing right now. (laughs) And that's what, when we, when I'm hearing like hope and manifest and, uh, I don't even know, like future and all just, it's like so many words in the word soup. And I, I was, even then I was like, I don't want to say I'm dumping because I feel like I'm not, that's not something that I'm supposed to say because I don't want to be dumping on other people what I'm feeling, but I'm just, I'm really going full stream of consciousness. I think you're sharing. I wouldn't call it dumping. Okay. You're sharing. And this is part of your soul's work. We talked about this. Yeah. 
you have a resistance to sharing. And I, I think that this podcast has been a way for you to share and you're not wasting anyone's time because they don't have to fucking click play. That's so <laughs> That's true. That's on them. <laughs> you so, know? so like, true. Yeah. I am very grateful though for anyone who listens. I'm honestly so grateful for our listeners. So thanks for listening. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, while we were talking about our listeners, this is another thought I had while I was in the car for the last three days. I was like, you know how we always ask people, like, tell us what you want to hear. Like, if there's anything you're curious about, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, I was like, I say that stuff in every episode. But when other people say that stuff, I just like don't respond to them. Even if I have an idea or someone like posts on their story, like, what do you think about this? Or like, do you have any ideas, suggestions, whatever? I'm like, oh, you know, a million people are going to submit to that. So I'm not, I'm just not going to say anything. Or when people say like, I know too, I'm, my whole brain is just like, this is all happens on Instagram. When people are like, ask you a question at the end of their post and my initial instinct is to be like, they're just asking that for engagement's sake. Like, I don't actually need to answer it. But then sometimes, like, on our Vibes Revealed posts, I'm genuinely asking because I hope that someone has an opinion or an idea or a thought that they want to share or something to say. And then I was like, dang, I really just need to start hopping in there when people are like, what do you think? And then just throw some shit out and see what happens. I usually do throw some shit out. Yeah. I think that's actually how we became friends was because you did. (laughs) Like you threw you, if I like posed something, you responded to it. <laughs> I try. I, but it's funny because I don't, I, as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, I just have some built up, stored up trauma around being on social media. And like, mm. I try to engage in the way that I would want to be engaged with. And then I think, is this a game I'm playing? Like, what am I doing Mm. here? And then I'm like, oh God. And then I'm like, I got to get out of this spiral of just like, I'm like a slave to Instagram. Mm. But then it's like, it is such a nice tool to just ask questions. And yeah, especially like, I'm definitely not asking questions of, anybody else right now that definitely feels like uh, a place to do it maybe this is if anyone's listening and you want to tell us what social media platform you've found to be enjoyable in any way let us know I don't I'm like don't let me know (laughs) I watched the social dilemma on Netflix and Mm. I'm like anti-social media right now I haven't watched it yet not outweigh the cons I think is conclusion that I came to and I'm like I'm gonna just have to create that email list and I know I keep saying this and every week I make zero amount of headway towards creating an email list but I just I think I need to be for my own mental wellness I need to be off social media Hmm. and it sucks because it's like I do want to engage with my friends and see what they're doing and be part of people's lives and it seems like Instagram's the only way to do that but I'm like that's what I'm actively campaigning against (laughs) so I just have to leave it out of my life yeah I'm definitely not there yet if so I I also feel bad like because we're partners in this podcast but it's like you're doing the Instagram stuff and I'm just like out I'm like peace not promoting because it's like where else can I do it but I'm like I know that there are some between me and Instagram there's a mental health it's like a bump in the road it's like a pothole Mm. in the road to like a healthy relationship with Instagram it's like there's something not safe there a hundred percent I definitely feel that way also 
like not a great place for me. 95% of the time, 5% of the time I'm like purely looking at interior design pages and I feel amazing about it. But other than that, and like, I've been saving a lot of like voter guides and I'm, I'm like very grateful that that's like, so it's easy and, you know, like quick to find and save and, you know, keep on deck for when I need it. But at the same time, like I've had way, way more bad days than good days lately. Yeah. Feeling like it's not fun. But I am enjoying Discord. Maybe so. we should start a Discord. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Let us know if you want us to have a Discord. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't want to have a Facebook page. Actually, it's been, this is sick. This is something that is wrong with me. Um, so I'm in a few Facebook groups for some pretty popular podcasts. And the the mutiny that happens in these Facebook groups is honestly some of the best. I don't, I can't even say it. It's horrific to say, but it has like kept me entertained all quarantine. <laughs> like every time something happens in the Facebook group and people start to like pop off, I'm like, Oh, what's happening in the Facebook group. Um, and I just lurk, like, it's terrible. I just, I like sit there and see it. And like, if there are like, other threads or places I can find out more information about what went down in the Facebook group. Like I will do it. I will watch the YouTube video, Reddit thread, like take me to where there's more information that I can find out to see what happened here. But all that said, I was like, Oh, I will never have a Facebook group for anything ever (laughs) because I don't want this to happen in my Facebook group. Right. I feel like that's just not the kind, the kind of space that we would create. Although I started a Facebook group, never sent an invite out to anyone like one of my clients and my sister joined. And then I just like let them sit in the like (laughs) invitees section because I just like never accepted their invites. And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not doing this. This is just like, yeah, I'm not really trying to have a social media presence. And it's, I appreciate everybody loving the way I show up on social media, but I'm like, y'all, this is taxing for me. This is work in a way that is not nourishing to me. It depletes me every time. Every time I look at the grid, I get tachycardic. I've been watching, I've been watching the good doctor. So I I'm speaking Mm. in our terms. Um, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I meant to say I have a heart attack and then words came out and I, I couldn't bring them back in. So I just went with it. I think, I think that's what a heart attack is, tachycardia. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I, I just, my relationship with all social media is just a cycle of anxiety and abuse, anxiety and abuse. Yeah, That's a me problem. Actually, no, that's a social media problem. Not me, but yeah. I just can't cope with it. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I love it. Like sometimes I love to watch the stories of people who like, it's like nothing's even happening in their world. Like, <laughs> you know, they're just like, whatever, going on a weekend trip and like live in their life. And I'm like, not that I want to do that or like condone reckless behavior, but sometimes I do just like watching their stories. I also like watching stories. Yeah. I like watching stories of people like who use a lot of fun filters, not the like smooth face ones, but it's like, um, which SpongeBob character are you? And then it like cycles. I love those. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I mean, yeah, there are those elements that I like. I think I have very little, I take very little issue with what everyone else is doing on Mm. social media. It's all about the way I'm showing up. Oh my gosh, this is exactly what we were talking about. (laughs) Right. With me being like, (laughs) 
Oh, this is our our endless loop. This is this this is a death spiral for sure. Maybe at the end of this episode, we just lay it on the fire. Yeah. And you know? it's just like, no one cares. <laughs> you like release it into the world. It's like, how many times do we have to like be consciously aware of that, but then like live that, embody that. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing in old episode topics, but like, how do we embody the reality that no one gives a shit, but in a majorly good way, you know, yeah. like not in the way, like no one gives a shit about you. Just like in the way that's like, no one cares. Yeah. They'll be free. They like it when you be free. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Oh, I that's was going to say something. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is like another, you know, wellnessy phrase but when people talk about like letting it letting it go like let it go like oh release it I was like on this drive out when I had like a situation where I got really like particularly very anxious and I kept thinking about someone telling me like just let it go like release that like anything that's not serving you let it go and it pissed me off so much that like but then I was thinking about embodiment and I was like how do I like embody letting this go and I didn't really get anywhere but um I just think sometimes that's like harder to do than it seems like it is but and it it like it like takes a little longer so I'm definitely I'm gonna build my fire of um you know no one cares but I don't know that it is gonna burn tonight I'm into that yeah I actually heard an interesting, what should I call this? An interesting, I don't know what I'm saying. I heard someone give an interesting perspective on the word release. Mm. Like the etymology of the word release is to like release something, which is to take it in, not Oh let my it God. Go. You know? So she's like, let's not release. But, but I mean, we synonymizing releasing with letting go. It's more like, catch and release you know it's like mm-hmm. we let it into the ocean but like yes it's like it's hard I mean this is the what we were coming back to about the confusion around words and stuff mm-hmm. what am I saying let let it go where yeah for real it's like the whole like physics thing I don't know if it's physics I think it's physics like matter cannot be created nor destroyed it's like if I let it go it's just gonna go over there and it's still gonna be there mm-hmm. you know I'm just like what we're releasing it out into the ethos so that it can like can come back to me at some point if I'm not fully ready or if I'm not in the state of being to like truly part ways with something <laughs> yeah that's why I'm just kind of like I don't know if I'm letting things go. I'm just letting them be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that at a certain point we just have to be okay with all of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, I think even though absolutely no conclusions were reached here, <laughs> what's new? Uh what's new? And you know what? I feel better. So, if if anyone listened this long, like one love that. <laughs> Thank you. I hope any of this resonated or even if it didn't, just like, thanks for listening. That was really nice of you. Um, but truly, honestly, I would love to know like how you feel check in, you know, we just wanted to do a check-in to be like, this is where we are. Even though we have a wellness podcast, like I'm a fucking disaster. <laughs> and like, 
confused and scared of everything all the time, but I'm working through it. So let us you know, know like, I just where, where like, you are. This is exactly what it sounds like when like Taylor and I get on the phone on like a Tuesday morning and just oh, like yeah. spiral out of control. And we're like, okay, like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow for the podcast. <laughs> I'm broken. A hundred percent. So like, welcome to that. Welcome to a space where we are not educators at all and we are just confused. Yeah. Like the rest of you, I'm sure. If anyone has all the answers and and knows, please be a guest on the show. Let us know your secrets. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I honestly feel a million times better than I did when we started this. And I'm glad for that. And I'm also just glad I got to talk to you because this is really... it also kind of funny like in so many episodes I've been like this is the first time I've talked to you in a few days but it feels like it's been a long time and I'm glad that we got to it's been long yeah I'm glad we got to talk and catch up and yeah yeah we don't oh yeah no full disclosure this week oh my god what's the vibe I mean the vibe is confusion (laughs) we just spent a whole several like a whole hour talking about the vibe which is we are confused we don't know what's going on we're not sure we know what wellness is but we're bringing wellness to the people still (laughs) for sure um is there anything this week that you've like consumed or that you have particularly enjoyed or that's like really stuck with you yeah I really binged an entire season of a show on Sunday on Netflix called Emily in Paris for everyone who doesn't know I studied abroad in Paris when I was in high school and then I became an au pair I was a nanny in Paris for a year after I graduated college sorry when I was in college I studied abroad I don't know why I said high school so yeah whenever I watch anything about Paris like my heart opens up a little bit and then I'm like I have to get back and so Paris has been on my mind and thinking like how do I move back to Paris even though what I said I wanted was to move to a tropical island and that's what we're manifesting but then I realized like I actually am just not manifesting that so we'll see we'll see (laughs) I mean it's just not what I'm manifesting and I know whatever yeah so Paris has been in my orbit Paris Emily in Paris it was like a romantic comedy show all the stereotypes of French people, all of them true and correct. And like, it was like watching a chicer, older version of me gallivant around Paris, but like she had a job and like a real life. And I was like running around taking care of kids and then like getting drunk every night after I put the kids to bed. So that was its own experience in Paris, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) very similar. That sounds cute. I would love to watch Jay in Paris. Oh my God. I wish I had, I wish it was the, I wish it was during the time of Instagram, but it was right before Instagram Mm. was a thing. And I had like 10 photos, you know, it's like very, like, I didn't, I wasn't, I've never been a picture taker and I, I'm bummed that I wasn't like snapping videos left and right. Mm. And just like being that annoying girl. Cause I would love to relive that. I was so free and wild and frankly out of control in a foreign city. It was dangerous, but like I was fine. (laughs) I made it out alive and I have such a fun time. Youth. That is like so youthful. I know. What about you? Um, I've like literally eaten gas station food for three days. (laughs) Like (laughs) I don't even know. That's my vibe. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't really, like, I haven't had a lot of service or, which has been nice and also stressful. Um, I haven't been pulling tarot. I haven't really been reading. I don't even know. I don't know who I am or what I'm doing, but I'm excited to ride a horse and that, so yeah, that's kind of still my vibe. (laughs) I love this Taylor. I mean, it's like, this is realness. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to really know what my vibe is, it's like gas station food and horses. So (laughs) that's, that's my vibe right now. (laughs) I'm not expecting anyone to leave us a five-star review on (laughs) show. But you know what? I'm glad we did it. I'm, I am honestly, there are so many things that like I start and don't finish or find a way out. And I'm like, you know, it's just not going to work this week. So I'm just going to give myself permission to not do it. And I actually feel amazing that I didn't, that I didn't give myself permission to have a way out of this, this week, that even though whatever, this was all over the place and messy and, um, it is what it is. I'm so glad I got to see you. And, you know, now, you know, what a regular zoom call with me and Jay sounds like. And it's just going to be a podcast and it's not a normal podcast, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And um, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, really. Thank you so much. So uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with actually a pretty well-organized episode. Yeah. And I'm excited for that. Me too. It's good. The next week's episode is going to be exciting. It's cool. It's different. Yeah. Love it. Love it. You'll find out what it is next week. Yeah, it's a surprise. Ah, <laughs> uh, yay. Okay, well, I guess that's all. We're keeping it simple. Check in. Check in with us. Let us know how you're doing. And we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.